Let's uh, welcome to another hometown podcast. Uh, we've got to pick up on something that was just just kind of a little little tiny thread in the rich tapestry of the show you're about to hear, and that was uh, Richie's choice of a curry for his treat night, where he got to have anything he wanted from Marks and Spencer. So just talk us through it again. It was a butter chicken, pilau rice. You're and a big fan of butter chicken. We yes, know that. Yeah, and I couldn't fight it just for full transparency. Yes, uh, they'd sold out of naans. They had naan left, uh, so I used the crust from a uh, Kingsmill fifty-fifty. You absolute animal! <laughs> oh, that is unbelievable. It's like Tom Hanks in Castaway. <laughs> you once, can't dip normal bread in a curry. Once, once, <laughs> once all the chunks of chicken had gone, oh. and there wasn't much pilau left either, there was a lot of butter sauce. Right. So that's where I obviously wanted a naan, just to mop the plate like you would. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't have one because they had none left. So I went to the cupboard <laughs> and all there was was uh, the crust end uh, of uh, a Kingsmill 50-50. You can't, you can't use normal bread on a curry. I, I just don't think that's... It, Why not? You just can't. You can't. Some people just want, to watch, just want to watch the world burn. Why didn't you... And also, this is the point we're bringing this up. You, you need to have a spicier curry, Richie, going on. Do you know what I mean? Look, let's, when, like, in a week or so's time, we'll do a curry and you'll have a madras or something like that. Would you go for a madras? Um, a foul? No, I know that's very hot. Right. Look, the issue is not me needing to order something else. The issue here is that I would say to you that butter chicken is still a spicy curry. If I laid down on a bed and someone tipped butter chicken into my eyes, <laughs> they're going to sting a hell of a lot. Do you that want, means it's hot. I've got a weird feeling that that exact idea is going to be pitched in a hometown <laughs> ideas session in the not-too-distant future. Curry boarding. Here we go, curry <laughs> Curry boarding. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Oh, we're struggling to move on from something that happened on yesterday's show, actually. Uh, a listener called Rob got in touch with us uh, when we were talking about uh, what you have banned yourself from or what you've been banned from. And he told us how he had banned himself from eating custard creams. Yes. Such an innocent little snack. What's wrong with a custard cream we thought? Well, in a moment of self-awareness for Rob, uh, he knew that he had it in him uh, to dunk his way through a whole packet of custard creams <laughs> in one sitting. He knew that wasn't good for him, so he banned himself from it. So he, he would bosh the whole lot in one go. Empty wrapper, crumbs all over the coffee table. That little red thread goes, all the custard creams gone. Oh, that kind of thing where you've put the same tracky bottoms on the next day and there's an empty packet of custard creams and then you remember, you think, oh, I didn't, did I? So it did got us thinking, it did, he said, sounding like Pam Ayres for a second. <laughs> it did got us thinking. <laughs> what food have you been known to smash your way through in one hit. I'm going to come straight out and say McDonald's cheeseburgers to the point where I only stop eating them out of politeness, out of the fact that people would tut and look at me and say, what, what's that man doing? Is this an eating challenge? My normal order when I go to McDonald's, two cheeseburgers and large fries and a Coke, and I could, I could have five, easy, and still wouldn't be full. You could do five cheeseburgers and could keep going. Keep going, not a problem at all. I mean, you, you and I are on, on iffy ground here because, of course, <laughs> way back last year, we did attempt a big pizza-eating challenge in yeah. Manchester. Didn't go so didn't well. Didn't go very well, that. Didn't go very well. I'd stick with the biscuits. I think for me, I think I mentioned yesterday, the old uh, chocolate hobnobs. You could do a whole pack of them in just one sitting? Yeah. Without, without a care in the world, or would you feel bad at What would you feel like afterwards? Oh, I'd feel awful. <laughs> 
I'd feel absolutely terrible, and I'd hate myself. But cable, I know I could do it. Cable knit jumper full of crumbs, and I'd, I'd need a cup of tea. But I like this. If, we, if people want to, it's not. Is this boasting? I don't know if this is boasting. It's just being straight up, isn't it? I think it is. It's being self-aware. What can you bosh in one go? Eight, twelve, fifteen. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're still in the no-repeat guarantee. No songs repeated whilst you're at work. It's home time with Bush and Richie. It's a Wednesday. So listen, Rob, he got us all thinking. He's got us all hungry, saying that he banned himself from custard creams because he could go through a whole packet in one session. Animal. Led us to wonder, what is your food nemesis? What are you aware of that you could do a whole pack of in one sitting? A lot of stuff coming in here. Uh, this text says, uh, he doesn't leave his name, a family-sized jar of Nutella. How'd you say it, Richie? Nutella. Right. It's uh, correct. That says is correct. He would cane it back without a second's thought, says this person. It's too much. Uh, Alistair in Manchester says 24 Weetabix, no danger. That sounds like quite a dry session. Do you know what? I normally have three Weetabix when I'm having Weetabix, which I think is reasonable. I, I tr- went up to four uh, only a couple of weeks ago, so I thought, you know, I'm really starving, I can do one more, and, and it felt too much. There's no way you can do 24 Weetabix. I mean, 24 Weetabix is six bowls. Then if you're saying you, you do four in one bowl. Yeah, that's, it's absurd. That's madness. <laughs> it's complete madness. Uh, Matt Throw has been on saying Japanese rice crackers. I once bought a kilo bag as a fortnight's worth of desk snacks and ate the lot in one afternoon. He sent a photo that looked like dog biscuits. Yeah, and he'd have no saliva left for about six months, probably. Very dry. Uh, Andy in Braintree, possibly the poshest so far, says, Bush, Richie, I've boshed my way through a whole packet of Cars Water Biscuit Crackers <laughs> with a whole Borsan cheese in one go. That is that is the most <laughs> aristocratic binge eating I've ever heard of in my life. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Sex in a jar, says Mark. He's describing Ooh. peanut butter, which dropped this week in his supermarket. Says one thick cut bloomer gone. <laughs> Thick up bloomer. It's making his sound all saucy. Anne says, I regularly eat my way through Frazzles, a whole multi pack. It's an addiction. And she's saying that she eats a bag that's meant for like a sharing for loads of different people in one go. A, multi- a multi-pack of frazzles. It's like you buy that's them about as about six packs. That's unbelievable, Anne. Out of control, mate. Daisy in Kensal Rice is depriving a baby here. Says that she can do a whole pack of Farley's Rusks, no problem. Think about how much of them would build up just on the roof of your mouth. That kind of cloy <laughs> thing. Uh, Jimmy in Warrington says I can eat 40 McChicken Nuggets from McDonald's. They come in a share box that contains 20 for 4 99 I therefore can polish off two boxes at the cost of £9.98. Uh, David Orpington... <laughs> 40, sorry, 40 40 nuggets. nuggets. I would call him Jimmy Forty Nuggets from Warrington <laughs> if he's on again. Uh, David Orpington, 300 gram bag of mini eggs in one sitting. Um, I think I've done that. I don't think that's that impressive. You reckon you could do that? You, oh, I, I, know, I, I can't go. imagine the bag. Is this like cinema bag? Like pouch size, yeah. Oh, that's nothing, mate. No, exactly. That's nothing, mate. Uh, right, Nathan's on the phone. We're going to KFC for Nathan. What can you do in one sitting? The full, uh, full size family bucket. <laughs> back. back. <laughs> Back when, can you remember when they used to do the Viennettas? <laughs> so, oh, mate. So let's, 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 let's straighten this out. So we're talking a KFC family bucket, and obviously back in the day, part of the deal, you got a Viennetta as well. Yeah, I struggled with a Viennetta. <laughs> it sounds like the, the last meal you have just before the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was in a family bucket then, back, you know, back then or today? What, what kind of number? Num- um, 14 pieces and it's either four fries or six fries. I think as a bit of a KFC aficionado myself, I think it was 16 pieces and you got four fries with it. But they weren't the bonus pieces. These were like the full bone-in 
pieces. This is the bit that would scare me, is the fact that you're sat there with a napkin tucked into your shirt with those bones lying around the table, <laughs> like, like, like a carnival. The, um, lashings of gravy. The gravy as well. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Still coming in after Lister Rob yesterday said that he'd banned himself from eating uh, custard creams because uh, he knows he can uh, dunk a whole packet all in one sitting. Uh, there's many of you who can do similar. Sharon's on the line. Your Tunnock's tea cakes have caught our eye. <laughs> Madam, yeah. uh, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sharon, tell, tell us what you can do in one sitting. Well, I can easily do a box of six, no problem at all. That, that's no big deal. And I do kind of, you know, I know it's a bit wrong, but they're just lovely, aren't they? And they're very Moorish. And, but, yeah, my other half was at Ramine at the weekend and picked up a box of 12. And, yeah, I managed to do all of those You as well. didn't do 12 in one go, Sharon. Is this after tea? When, when when are you eating these things? Watching Netflix, that kind of thing? Yeah, in the evening, watching a film, whatever. Yeah, something like that. Sharon, I mean, unit-wise, um, there's a lot there, but I'd have to say two-thirds of a Tunnock's tea cake is marshmallow. I, I, I don't actually necessarily see this as a huge feat. <laughs> Because they, that just dissolves in your mouth, doesn't it? It just disappears, so it's kind R- of like... Don't listen. Look, sorry, Sharon, I'm closing this down. Richie's becoming an enabler for your bad habits. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, well, I'm a foodie. I just look, you know, it's really nice. And what, there was one time when my other half had my last one. Oh. And I, and I, just, I, I was just disgusted. I was like, <laughs> Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Good text in here, says I'm a bit partial to roast potatoes on a Sunday. I recently polished off 24 roasts in one sitting, <laughs> which is outrageous. And we've got a uh, final word on this from Tommy's on the line right now. Tommy, tell us what you ate last night. Yeah, so last night, got in from work, mm-hmm. ordered a pizza. This was quarter past seven. Right. Just before eight o'clock. Pizza arrives, five minutes to ten, pizza gone. What kind of pizza, how many pizzas, what are we talking here? Two large, um, they buy one, get one free. One was a meat piece and one was a pepperoni. So hang on, it was two pizzas you ordered? Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, who were you sharing them with? On my own. A night in, the missus was out and I was on my own. Oh, did you did you eat them like straight out of the box, maybe with a knife and fork or something like that? Yeah, when, when they're hot, it's like... You're right, you're, you're straight in there, aren't you? And then towards the end, I've, I'll be honest with you, I was, I was it slowing down a little bit. <laughs> Only a little bit, mind. I, I think the first pizza and a bit, that was gone within a matter of minutes. Right, yeah, and then you had to truck on through the last bit, did you, Tommy? Yeah, I had to pace myself a little bit there, and I'll keep going back to it. Tommy, does your missus know there were two boxes? No, no, they, they went in the uh, trash uh, in the bin uh, down the road. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie on a Wednesday night. Good to have your company. Two down, one to go in the Absolute Radio 90s. So, these potted plants that I've become obsessed by, let me explain. Yes, I think you better had. They're in a rather unique location, and I reckon a lot of people, probably thousands, will have seen them, maybe have clocked them, and thought the same thing as me. And I think they've actually become a really strange... I'm going to go as far as saying 
Landmark. Potted plants being a landmark, you're going to need to clarify. All right, Tottenham Hale Tube Station uh-huh. on the Victoria Line, but it's an interchange for the Stansted Express. So th- thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. are passing through this station, maybe going off on holiday, some weekend break, a work trip. But as they go past the Tube Station, which at the moment is going under uh, undergoing some massive works, Okay. on top of it, three pot plants. And they are just so out of place, surrounded by all sorts of wires, scaffolding, all sorts of building stuff that's just going on. Do you think they're the builders' pot plants? Like they've, they've maybe got names for them on site or something like that? They're trying to grow them amongst all this kind of construction work? They don't overly look like they're being tended. Oh, no. I have to say. I took a picture today and uh, um, lots of people already... Responding, James says, I've seen these. I'm not sure they're actually potted plants or if they're just pots of weeds. <laughs> Zoe says, I see these most days. They look very, very sad up there. Oh. Gary says, I saw that today. I refer to it as the Tottenham Hale Roof Garden. <laughs> Jeff yeah, mischievously says, uh, it will probably win something before Spurs does. It is not turn this into football, Oh, Jeff, you little right? tinker. But, I mean, I should read your comments out anyway. <laughs> but the thing is, it's, it's become a landmark for a lot of people. Yeah. I want to hear from TFL to find out whether there's a place for this potted plant display when they finish their they station works. So it made me think, you must have landmarks, just strange landmarks that aren't really sort of like some kind of statue, a proper yeah. landmark, that you pass every day. Like an alternative landmark? I mean, one for me, for definite, and this is on a daily basis, when I cycle back to Fenchurch Street Station from here in central London, uh, there's like this cycle path that goes down the, you know, down the side of the Thames. You know, the one where the pigeon hit me in the face the other night? <laughs> um, and I go through this, this same little dip, which goes dark for a second because you go under a, like an overbridge and then back up, and I have to weave around and it's a little bit eerie when you think about it. The same um, single baby shoe. There's a little black leather baby shoe under there. The Fenchurch Street underpass baby shoe. That's what it is. That's what it would be. And whenever I go down the dip, I always think, I wonder if it's going to be there today. (laughs) And it always is. I think it might be haunted. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I'll chuck another one in the mix. I know we've kind of brushed upon this before uh, on this show in terms of stuff that lets you know that you nearly own, but let's throw in the mixer with alternative landmarks, the paper mache camel that's heads peeking over someone's back garden just off the M5 in yes, Somerset. Yes, 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 he has a lot of love. He's got to go in there. Always loved the Give Peas a Chance bridge yes. on the M25. Recently been re-graffitied by some fella called Helch. Someone called It's Elch. all gone. Well, yeah. he sprayed over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's tagged it. That was one of my favourite landmarks. Uh, Chris says, cows on the roof of the dairy next to the A316 in Hamworth, Middlesex at the start of the M3. Mike's niche. going a little bit niche here, actually. Alternative landmark in Reading. It's just cropped up. Two slices of pizza and a red high heel shoe on the bus shelter. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, and Kate has just texted in now saying, I'm a driving instructor and at one particular junction there's a stop sign and someone has taken the effort to actually scratch hammer time onto the sign as well. Amazing. Not one pe- pupil has has failed to rap when they see it. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply.
Hi. Nat has been in touch uh, referring to the Astle is the King Bridge in Netherton. Dudley Council try and fail every year to get rid of this, but it always gets redone. Do you know it must be Jeff Astle? It's a piece of graffiti about Jeff Astle's 1968 winning goal for West Brom uh, against Everton in the FA Cup final. Of course, of course it's against Everton. <laughs> do, do you know the only reason, this is, sounds really bad, the only reason I know so much about Jeff Astle is that I remember Frank Skinny used to go on about him all the time. He did. Fancy football. I remember, yes. God bless him. Uh, near Lancaster, there's a small village called LL uh, near the university, and on the road sign it is spray painted poo poo. Oh dear! It was cleaned off a week later, and someone put it back again. Unfortunately, some of these landmarks do revolve around this, which is a shame. Didn't think it would go this way. Sarah's letting us know. Um, about a large bottle of wee on the central reservation near the Tring turn-off in the A41. Look, this is meant to be a little bit more high-class than this. Uh, we do have Callum on the line from Preston. Callum, uh, what is your alternative landmark? Behind the uh, the spine, one like the... Um, I don't know what it was. It wasn't really a park, but it was uh, just a bit of an, like, an industrial sort of um, barren land. And it was uh, on, on the walk into university. There's uh, somebody who... Well, they'd obviously burn out a wheelie bin. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and also, you know, being being Preston, where it rains every day, it didn't quite burn out completely. So it almost moulded into like a little melt. You, you know them, you know them volcanoes you make in science when you like yes, yeah. <laughs> it melted and then hardened and moulded to the ground like that. So it'd be a oh, I'm just leaving the house. I'll be out the burnout burnout bin in two minutes. <laughs> So you would navigate via the burnout bin. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, maybe the Preston Tourist Board are listening, but the burnout bin is available for tours right now. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. First hour of the show left me very hungry today. I'm starving. I'm, I, I think I'm going to have to do the KFC thing that that oh. guy suggested. Sixteen, what was it, sixteen chicken legs or Six, something? It was sixteen chicken pieces and four fries and a Vianetta. Basically, one way or the other, I'm either coming back or I'm not. <laughs> like Apollo 13. Uh, we're putting together our alternative UK landmarks. Uh, Sam has got in touch and says, a slight tangent to the alternative landmark idea. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I used to judge my timekeeping in the morning by where I passed... Blue Bag Man. Blue Bag Man. If he was at the bus stop, I was late. Over the course of two years, I managed to work out where he lived and how long his walk took in a friendly, non-sinister way. Nothing weird about that. I often wondered if he tried to beat knackered Red Astra Man to the bus stop. <laughs> is he tired or is the Astra fallen apart? I can't really work out for that. Uh, we've had two really interesting tweets coming. Lewis says, my landmark to know that I'm nearly home is a house in Hartlepool covered completely in fosters and carling cans stuck to the front of the house. He sent us a photo. I've never seen anything like that in my life. It's menacing looking. It is. It's got like a cross down one side mm. and everything as well. Looks like a fort from Minecraft. And then Pete goes... <laughs> it does. I was going to suggest the Tree of Lost Souls in Warrington, but... And he sent us two photos. The first is of the Tree of Lost Souls. You ever heard of this thing? I haven't. It's a tree with painting on it written, uh, says Tree of Lost Souls, and it's loads of lost shoes strung up by the laces. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the following photo uh, is the Tree of Lost Souls was cut down uh, in 26, 2015, so now it's called the Stump of Lost Tree in loving memory of the Tree of Lost Souls. <laughs> Brilliant. Very complicated in Warrington. <laughs> very, very complicated indeed. Meanwhile, 10 weeks of tickets continues, and this week we're giving away tickets to the Cornbury Festival. All we need to do is play a little competition called Who Claims Wins? Should we speak to contestant number one? Let's do it. He's called Andy. All right, Andy, how's it going? 
Hello, not too bad times, guys. Uh, good, listen, what's the one thing that you could eat loads of in one sitting without even worrying about it? Chocolate. Just general chocolate? Yeah. Any, not... any specific type? Cadbury's. Just Cadbury's. <laughs> just okay. a brand. Right, just... Uh... All right, no one's going to argue with you, Andy. Fair enough. Let's see what Jake would do. Hello, mate. Jake, what one thing could you knock down in, in an eating session without worrying about it at all? Water off a uh, duck's back? Uh, a nice tomahawk steak. Come <laughs> <laughs> on for Father's Day. A nice thirty-ounce steak on Father's Day. Completed it, didn't I? What is wow. a tomahawk? I've never even heard of a tomahawk steak. What is that? Uh, Google it, mate. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. There you are. So what is it? Th- how much was it? How heavy was it? Thirty ounces. God, and do you get like a T-shirt for that? You got to get something at the end of that, haven't you? Uh, my belly's too big for the T-shirt. <laughs> there you go. That's Tell all we need to know. I'm going to take these boys through the rules. Let's you have it. a quick Google for a tomahawk steak. Do you know what it is, Richie? Do you know what it is? I think it's um, it's it's a big boy. Have a look. Have a <laughs> it's look. It's a big boy. Right, Jake, Andy, here we go. So, we're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Andy, you will have to say how many answers you think you can give in 30 seconds. Jake, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Andy. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 30 seconds to do just that. Oh, what's hell of a stake, isn't it? Yeah, he's found <laughs> it. it. Uh, if that player manages it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they lose the tickets. It's who claims wins. So, Andy, how many actors or actresses that have won two or more Oscar awards do you think you can name in 30 seconds? We're looking for anyone uh, to win in any acting category between 1950 and 2019, mate. Oh, blimey. Um, six. six. Six for you, Andy. Jake, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge, uh, challenge Andy to do those six? Um, I'm going to challenge Andy. Right. OK, Andy, you've got 30 seconds to name as those six actors and your time starts now. Uh, Tom Hanks, uh, Brad Pitt, Andy G- An- Angelina J- Jolene, um, Meryl Streep, um... Oh, bummer. Um, Tom Hanks, um, Robert Downey Jr. Um, oh, um, <laughs> bummer. It's tough, it's tough. <laughs> It is, when you're on the spot, yeah. Um, it is. Your, your time's up. That is tough. I, I'm, I'm not sure how you've done yet. I'm just looking at our judge. Don't worry about it, mate. Sometimes I can't even come up with my own address if asked directly. <laughs> so it is a tough one. Andy, I'm afraid you've pulled up short there, my oh, friend. Oh, matey. Uh, so it's congratulations to uh, Jake. You are going to the Corbury Festival. Oh, that's right. I'm going to take my mate Harry. He's he's leaving the country to go to Australia, so I'm going to take him. We're going to enjoy the weekend away. We are Indeed. happy for Very both well. of you. Get yourself down there. Get yourself a tomahawk steak. Happy days. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Teenage Kicks on Hometime. Wednesday evening is Bush and Richie. It's Absolute Radio. People come out with weird stuff when they're watching the telly, don't they? Mm. Like, particularly when someone's not having eye contact with you, they can just say stuff if you're both watching TV and think it's OK. Uh, my other half, Katie, told me last night that she has the hots for Robert the Robot off the CBeebies programme Justin's House. <laughs> 
Now, I watch this like, every morning with my daughter, sat there in front of this thing, and he's a guy who's he's obviously an actor, but he's spray-painted silver dressed up as a robot, and he's kind of uh, Justin from uh, Justin House's, like, assistant or servant or whatever. And she, I just literally can't believe it. And, and she's clarified further, because I tweeted this earlier on. So Katie's come back on Twitter saying, number one, he loves to clean. I love that. I love that. And number two, I have a soft spot for the underdog, because apparently Ch- uh, Justin doesn't treat him very well. But secretly, robot Robin... Uh, Robert is laughing at Justin. So turn, turn the tables on him a little if bit. If you need to up your game a little bit, if this is what she likes, I need to be a little bit meaner to you. Okay. So you, you're more of an underdog. Right, yes, exactly. And you, you need to st- spray paint yourself <laughs> blue. Yeah, and, you know, to be sellotape so an old record player to the front of me as well, like he's got. Robert I, the robot, give me a break. I think it's something to do with... The the state of mind that watching inane kids TV puts you in as a parent, <laughs> yeah, and I think it it it, uh, it changes your judgment. Well, I think I think when even when you whether it's kids TV or not or whatever, you you can end up with uh, unusual TV crushes. Definitely, if you're watching a lot of TV, particularly at that time of the morning, and you're tired, yeah, maybe after a while, Robert the robot does look pretty hot. I referred yesterday around about this time to my now 16 year old daughter, but back in the day, I remember watching a lot of Valamori. Oh yeah, um, no, <laughs> Miss Miss Hooley. I who, thought you uh, might say her who ran the uh, school there. Yeah, she had she looked like olive oil from Popeye, if I recall correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, kids. Long, long time since I've watched. Little quiff of hair out on each side but of the point. You know, like I say, it's you know, you just you go into a different state, don't you? Watching kids' TV. Right, go on then. Cards on the table. Unusual TV crush, please. Eight, twelve, fifteen. Can you beat Miss Hooley or Robert the Robot? Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So it's just a bloke sprayed silver as a robot. How on earth can you fancy that? What is going on? It's a question you've got to ask yourself. Relationship-wise. it's your other half. I know, I know. Uh, Nick is going straight in uh, with a cartoon character and suggesting Daphne from Scooby-Doo back in the day. Was she the blonde one from the Scooby-Doo team? I believe she was. And then Velma, I think, was the one... Looked with... like Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> Uh, Maria says, uh, I used to have a crush on Mr. Blobby when I was a kid. Also, Kermit the Frog and the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Got a weird type, Maria, I'm going to be honest with you. Hmm. I'd never noticed that lookalike before, but yes, <laughs> it I is. see what you mean. It is. Uh, Mick, uh, who's a chef, which is immaterial. Uh, red flag, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mindy from Morecambe Mindy. Oh, Still I'm, to this day. I remember watching it when I was a kid, but I couldn't tell you what Mindy looked like at all. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to have a little look. <laughs> Nikki has just said, and we, we, we were after weird crushes, Lou Carpenter from Neighbours. Oh, that is the weirdest one. That's it. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, that's the weirdest one. Time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Mia, very specifically, has uh, said it was the teenage Simba from the first Lion King. Do you know what? I've never watched Lion King. I've never seen it. It's brilliant. The film is great, as is the... I'm going to sound very showbiz here. As is the musical. The musical is amazing, (laughs) darling. the stage version a few times. It's as good as as (laughs) in the cinema itself. So what, is he fit? Is he then the the teenage Simba she fancies him? He does nothing for me, but Mia says uh, very much so, yes. Love you, ruining yourself out of being into a teenage lion there on this show. Matt from Great Yarmouth says... 
I go all wobbly when I see a programme with Alex Polizzi in it. I'm going to agree with that. In fact, Katie, my other half, takes the mickey out of me back because whenever Hotel Inspector's on, I go all giddy. I thought that's what the show was. Hotel wow. Inspector. Okay, right, cool. Go a bit giddy. And here's uh, two texts which have got a similar theme. Natalie in Somerset says, I used to fancy Katie Hill from Blue Peter, and in fact, I still do. Fair enough. And Lee in Southend says, I used to have a massive crush on Kelly Bundy from Married with Children in the 90s. And to be honest, I still have, but don't tell my wife. I have another cartoon to offer up from Joe in Stockport who says, Disney's Robin Hood. He's a cartoon fox and has the most amazing voice. <laughs> I love it. Might be text of the night. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Even if you're just having a microwave meal in your tracky bottoms with the radio on, it's still a pie. I had a microwave meal last night. I saw your picture of it on Twitter. It looked good. Butter chicken and pilau rice from Mark Suspensers. Can I just say, and I agree with the uh, comment that our producer Adem made about what you had last night. So you were obviously having a bit of a treat last night. Why was uh, it? It was a treat meal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you have like a curry with a bit of spice? In it. I feel like you're missing out. You missed it. It was trick. spicy. It had a chilli on it. But what what one was a one chili rating? Yes. Gotta go for the three chilies top. You've got to make yeah, it. If you've out. got one chili, it's still hot, isn't it? Not no, not really. I don't think it is. <laughs> Next time, try yourself to you know, Madras, Jal Frazee. Branch out a bit. Katie in Brentwood says, I used to have a thing for Larry the Lobster uh, when I was a kid from SpongeBob SquarePants. He was tall, ripped, and a lifeguard. <laughs> And Tariq from Norwich says, my weird crush is Leela from Futurama. I don't care if she's only got uh. one massive eye, her body is banging. Thanks, Tariq. <laughs> Red flag on him as well. I think we need to move on from these yes. uh, weird crushes. It's not going to help us as we uh, negotiate our way forward with the good people at the EFL and Carabao. That's right. Of course, if you listen to last night's show or you listen to the podcast, you'll have heard uh, that home time, uh, we've kind of pitched an idea to in, in any way help out with the second round draw of the Carabao Cup because... They're doing a bit different, aren't they? Yeah, tomorrow night in the Collindale Morrisons, uh, John Barnes and Ray Parler will be drawing the balls uh, for the first round of this year's Amazing. Carabao Cup. I mean, it's what a great idea. We want a piece of this. Yes, if you look out on Twitter at Absolute Radio, we actually put out an open letter to the yeah. people of the EFL and Carabao about us helping out. And uh, we might have had just the little beginnings of a breakthrough, do you reckon? The communications department of the EFL have been in touch. Dear Bush and Richie. Thanks for your letter. We are considering the position of future draws and will make contact once we fully understand our direction of travel. Best, the EFL. I'm taking that as pretty much a green light. I don't know about you. I mean, as, as Lloyd Christmas said in Dumb and Dumber, it's not a no. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I think I'm going to be thinking about curry boarding for quite a bit of this evening. It's going to be popping into my head. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you'd get any secrets out of me if you tipped, tipped curry on me. You're just going to say more, 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 more. <laughs> Keep it coming. Like a treat. Actually, well, we, haven't, we haven't put a little Easter egg in the end bit of a podcast for a few days now, have we? No, we haven't. Um, so today's is Sagaloo. <laughs> Tweet a Sagaloo tomorrow and you'll be in the in crowd. It's the podcast. 